1: This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. And good day. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you may be listening from in the world to the Sharita Star in Power Hour, it's once again time to get conscious, dear stars. Welcome to episode 34 and the 21st of 2023. What's really in a name. Let's spell out the truth. Our last episode and the 20th of 2023 was the American update. November 2023 in the awakening personal month of which as we will have the opportunity to be airing this episode we will be three days in to November as this uh, particular episode airs and Let's hope the exciting eclipse that is aligning on the 28th of October, which has not happened again at the time of this recording, we will see what globally is transpiring and how that is affecting America directly and how we will be holding our emotional ground in ultimate awareness, in uh, keeping it very high vibe so that our frequency can flow it's it's super important and and if you you know again are just joining us for the first time and thank you so much for doing so if you're discovering this podcast be sure to check that episode out also the one previous to that which was uh the autumn 2023 energy update and that is a collective go to and the one that we just did uh later in October was dedicated to America and, and the true details of how a monthly forecast works because things were, you know, they're getting intense as if I need to, you know, explain the obvious and we got some excellent feedback as well. Um, People are very grateful for, you know, again, just keeping the awareness up, explaining things in a, um, (laughs) as, as our uh lieutenant colonel friend says, "You have to chimp this down for me because it's definitely not his wheelhouse, and uh, you know I know a lot of people." Uh, if you have no background in astrology and numerology, uh, you know, I I'm, I'm, might as well be talking Greek to you if you have no idea how to speak Greek, you know. So we do try to explain things as simply as possible. And as always, I encourage your asking of questions because this is, you know, as much as we can explain it. And as, you know, kind of layman and, and in as simplistic terms as possible, it is a complicated multi-layered conscious conversation to begin with. So if something is, you know, that is ever said in any episode of any podcast, if it if it seems to fly over your head and you're like, What? you know, always reach out. Um our contact is here on uh mind body spirit fm's uh you know, the, our host page. So be sure there's any go-to link. will always have either something directly, um, connected to my website or how to find us on soul certainty community, which is my Patreon, uh, group and a subscription, which is very, very low cost. And I always keep encouraging people to do that if they're really, really, you know, interested in, um, keeping up with things and just, again, how to stay empowered in these times. It's, it's a very, It's more challenging than it's ever been as, as, as a human, you know, there's, there's no question. Um, we are, and I do believe, you know, and I've heard this from, from so many people, you know, if we are here, if we are healthy and if we are doing our work, we're part of what is going to shift in a positive direction once we get the rest of the healing program on the road in full the way that it you know it needs to be uh, a little more deeply understood or a little more I guess the the, even a better phrasing of that would be openly understood as opposed to kind of kind of staying in this cloud of misunderstanding which is definitely going on you know all over the planet no matter where what country you live in but We're definitely getting like slammed with all of this in America, um, you know, left, right and center as most people who are discerning and aware absolutely know. So I thought to kind of, you know, do a little uh, dedicated episode to... uh, We had done an episode, uh, we did some words of empowerment earlier in the year before we started off our heavy, intensive Interplanet Retrograde summer We did some words of empowerment just to keep people in, I think that was posted back in July. And then about a year ago, we did in connection with, I did a law of attraction series, you know, understanding lunar cycles, understanding our forecast, and then doing another law of attraction with working with lexigrams. And and today, this is what we're going to be focusing on is this, what's really in a name, let's spell out the truth and how when we're working with name expressions and lexigrams, you know, it's, this is really going to take a layer of numerology. And aside from our birthdays, how our names hold all of this impeccably delicious personal insight so that we can work with, you know, because it's our choice of how we spell our name, right? Or it is our personal choice of how we title something, you know, in the here and in the now, you know, whether we're naming a new business or we're going to be obviously voluntarily naming a new child that is being born into our family or whatever it is we may or may not need to be titling. Could be a new book in your life, could be a new music project, a play you're doing, whatever the creative adventure is. Things get titled names you know, all the time. We, we put a name, we assign names to events. I mean, look at the hurricanes. I mean, you got names and those are always very interesting to, to get into that. You know, we have names for sports teams. We have names for horses in the racing world. We have names for everything especially our pets, you know, what we choose to name our pet is also super important. We've talked about this in other episodes, but today we're really going to get into what a name expression is and how, you know, we really, really, really want to understand the the power in electing a name or what we are currently choosing to have as what we say is our legal identity. Meaning, you know, what do you have? printed on your license, on your bank accounts, on your, you know, all your legal forms of identification, that spelling number one should be the same because a lot of people don't do it the same. They they, they may be on some things they got the initial, like, you know, obviously something like your legal ID of a passport, you have to have your everything you've got your, your, everything is spelled out. There's no initials of any kind, unless you happen to not have a middle name, which very few people are, you know, that, that does that happen. But you know, your passport has everything. Whereas, you know, when you get into, oh, I'm going to, you know, get 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 this new credit card or I'm going to put this, you know, uh, open up this new account or, you know, whatever the case is, you may or may not be using your middle initial or you might leave it out. You may not do, you know, so that all changes and we'll, we'll explain why that all changes what we know as from the new, from another facet of numerology. It changes the name expression completely. So it is critically important what we name anything and how we have it. And we do want it again. We want it in a form of agreement because a lot of times what we're doing because our name expression is our point of like how we legalize that name and then. With numerology, th- this other facet of numerology is the fact that aside from all the numbers in our birthday and all the ways we can look at forecasting and, and how our personality ticks and what, you know, just every talent, purpose, mission, capacity that we have as, as the individual we we chose to come into in this human suit experience, this particular one in combination with how the astrology is working alongside of it. And that fusion thing that we're always talking about most episodes is the numerology has this whole other area that it covers through the name. And it has to do with taking every letter in the alphabet and equating it to a value. Now there's, A couple of ways you can do this name expression numerology. And the way that I was taught, I do not utilize the Western way. Now, the Western way is taking the alphabet A to Z and you just string it out 1 to 26. Now, always in our numerology, you're going to... So the Z would be an an 8 vibration, if you have a Z in your name, for example. And because it doesn't hold as a 26, because the 2 and the 6 reduce back down to 8. But that's the order of things, as far as how the Western, what I call Western numerology so basically, you're going to loop in the alphabet. You're going to loop one to nine. All those numbers, once you get past I, which is the ninth letter, once you start over and, and, and you're at 10, 11, 12, et cetera, et cetera, they just keep reducing them back. So you're going to loop it back to reduce it down to one, two, three, four, five, up to nine. So you're going to loop one to nine twice with the remainder by the time you get to 26 of the Z. And then of course that reduces to eight. But so that means you can equate a name expression in this capacity. But again, I was taught very differently because the way that numerology was taught to me because I use the um, Chaldean Hebrew Kabbalah alphabet. And this is why it was explained, and it really resonated with me because I've, I've worked with music my entire life as well, is the Chaldean said, well, wait a minute here. There's only eight natural notes on a musical scale, and everything we're doing when we're doing something like this, you know, equating vibration and sound together when it comes to how you know how we say something or you know how we're gonna obviously vibrationally connect the dots they said well there's only eight natural notes on a musical scale so there's only eight there's only eight options there is not a ninth fight quote ninth vibration of sound so they eliminated the nine as far as a value that a letter can hold. And they didn't loop it one to eight for the duration of the alphabet. A few couple, you know, would be about three, three, oh, a little over three times. They said, no, 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 no. Each each of these letters has a very, the way that they're they're, you know, the way they look and the way that they equate to the vibration of what they are so the Hebrew Kabbalah alphabet is very um it's jumbled like it, it's almost like I I call it it's like another language I understand because basically when I do name numerology at this point if they're doing it for a couple of decades it's all stuck in my head so I just write out any title or name or word if I'm exploring those whatever the case is and I just like start writing numbers beneath all the letters because it's that quick for me um and I just, you know, it's engraved in my brain cells at this point, or as, as I always have said about this work, um, when I started doing it, I remembered the, the faucet just got turned back on from other lifetimes. I've, I've done work like this, um, which I've been told, uh, backed up by, uh, several mediums over my, uh, you know, years of, of, uh, interacting with them who've all said, yeah, you've done this many times <laughs> before. It's why it's so easy off your tongue, you know, as it is. So we all have that, you know, we've done things before in other lives and at times, depending on, you know, how those experiences went in, in the previous lives, and again, if I'm extending your comfort zone here to believe that you've been here in another human suit before, um, you know, again, that's just something I personally understand that. And I feel that as a human being, I've been here multiple times over before I was even told that, you know, um, or affirmed that, uh, that, that I've lived, lived another another times. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, that's critical to understand that the way that I equate these name expressions is using the Chaldean Hebrew Kabbalah alphabet, not the Western way of doing it. So, if you have familiarity on any on any level with numerology, you're going to get a different outcome using the Western version versus what the you know omitting the nine for any particular letter value. Now, any uh, name, word, or title can add up to a nine vibration, such as like a 27 and you reduce that to a nine or an 18 becomes a nine, 36 becomes a nine. Just add the letters, add the compound number together, simple addition, find the root. So you can have a name add up to nine, but you cannot have a letter hold because there's only eight natural notes on a musical scale. That makes sense to me. There's sharps and flats and all that other stuff, but th- those are the odd notes. They're not the natural notes, right? So that's just the difference between the two systems. And and again, when I do any consultation for anybody, um, which of course I do this for businesses, I do business branding. I, name ch- I help and guide a parent to name their children so that they, And most of the time I say, wait until your child is born to finalize that because you're going to want it to go with the birthday and that you don't know until they get here, unless you happen to be planning on a C section or something like that. Um, so always very interesting, but you know, the, the, the bottom line and, and the point being of holding this episode is that what we name anything is just critical because, and then pardon me one second, I need a sip of water. <laughs> the air is very dry, but it's warmer out. So that feels better. <laughs> it was getting a little cold here <laughs> and it was raining again. <laughs> Imagine that all, all, all the Northeast people are pretty done with this autumn because we, we didn't really get a, a very, uh, flexible weekends uh, with no rain. Uh, they all seem to arrive with some rain and we actually have one upcoming uh, 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 hopefully which is kind of interesting that it's on happening and uh, coinciding with that lunar eclipse on the 28th but we shall see at the time I get the moment to record this podcast so that it will be ready for you by uh, the next airing on the 3rd of November as you're hearing it right now. So What we name anything, again, is super critical because it holds vibrational energy, right? Just like we as human beings, we are all vibrational energy. Well, your name is the same. It's your point of attraction. Your name will connect with your career endeavors the most out of any, that's what it does. It'll attract what comes to your career, comes into that because it's how people are seeing you, you have to really kind of think of it in, in, in most simplistic terms, your name is printed on a business card. It is your legal identity. However you, you know, go in life. So it is seen all the time. And when we're going to touch upon these lexigrams they're always, one of the rules about them is that they're always written in capital letters. Now, I want you to go back to your legal forms of identification. Find one of them for me that doesn't have them written in capital letters. Maybe not on your business card because that's elective and and you can do that yourself. But any form of legal ID you have, your name always is printed in capitalized letters. Just something to think about. So when we touch, we'll circle back to that in a minute because the lexigrams are going to pull why that's important. So once again, our name is, you know, it's another, like our personal energy and how our forecast works and, and, you know, all of these things in connectivity, our name is another way that the law of attraction is channeling towards us. And what we what are we going to attract by the way we choose to legally spell our name? Again, super important because we are the, our own magnet for the frequency that we pull in and that we are emitting at the same time. You know, we're we're I, I've said this in other ways, you know, in other you know di- di- different places over the years, but we're kind of like our own radio frequency on a personal level. you know, we, we kind of can get a little static in our life from time to time. And then all you got to do is just like turn, turn that dial. And I know most people don't even listen to a real radio anymore, but for those of you who understand what I'm talking about, you, you know, you've got to turn, sometimes you get static and you've just got to tweak that knob a little bit. And that's kind of a lot of what we do as human beings throughout our entire life. We just got to get the static out of our life. So we always want to be, you know, the most optimal static free channel we can be so that our frequency and our vibration is, is super well oiled and, 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 you know, again, we name so many things. We name our children, we name our animals, our businesses, our projects, uh, titles, you know, and it's, as you know, from the impact, the words of empowerment episode back in the summertime, that is, it's just a fun little thing to like, you know, go down the quote, the, the, not go down the rabbit hole per se. I don't like, you know, it's not a really a rabbit hole, but to, to just go down and connect the dots. So one of the things we're going to dive into now is what lexigrams are all about. And I'm going to play you a little something that will teach you what they are about before we get going down this, um, exciting way of looking at our
0: lives. Since the beginning of civilization, humankind has searched for self-knowledge and truth. This innate need to know the self has led to the discovery of many sources of enlightenment. Two ancient practices, astrology and numerology, have provided guidance for centuries. However, there is a third, interconnected source, for discovering hidden truth and meaning. Lexigrams. In her illuminating book, It's All in the Name, Sharita Starr reveals how to unlock the true meaning and power existing within the words we use every day. Using numerous examples of simple words, titles, and names of historical figures, Sharita Starr teaches the craft and rules to creating lexigrams and reveals their relationship with the guiding power of numbers and the planets to reach a deeper understanding of our lives. It's all in the name spell out the truth.
1: So that is, uh, you can find that book trailer as well on, um, the go-to link for today's episode, uh, which will lead you to publications on charitastar.com and you can learn more about it's all in the name. And we're going to be talking about some content from it's all in the name today and how this works. Uh, this was a book. It's all in the name. The Hidden Power Within Words, I wrote this book, uh, well, I wrote it in 2000, well, it was compiled prior to 2010, published officially in 2011, but it had to be written by, they had the the whole copy in their hands by 2010, it did not come out until, um, it did not come out until much later, so, well, not much later, but, it, you know, it obviously had to come out about a year later. So we've got quite a, a bit of ground here now, you know, and, and this book is, uh, you know, now it's like, uh, God, how old is this book now? It's 12 years old. So it's, it's, you know, uh, not really dated per se, but the, there's w- what's so fascinating is there's, there's a lot of people in it who are still in the news. <laughs> so... Um, but le- leaving all political avenues aside, because I did cover a few politicians in it uh, at the time, and um, interesting how we didn't even know how history would would be playing itself out at this moment, um, exact in, in exactitude of, of how things you know actually went. Um, so to explain the process of lexigrams. Um, And again, how we're going to work with these name expressions. And and this is what the book basically, it focuses much more on the lexigrams, but I do tie in what I had arrived at calculating a name expression. It's not going to teach you how to do a name expression, which wasn't the point of the book. The point of the book was revealing how the lexigrams truly worked. But you have to tie it back in to the astrology and the numerology. So... And this is, by the way, a, a super fun thing for, you know, if you, like, want a really fun, like, personal stocking stuff or, you know, being the holidays are coming up and, and everybody needs more purposeful gifts than they've ever had instead of useless stuff in their life, uh, getting a personal lexagram done for someone you know is always really, really fun. Um It's a way to teach them about themselves and so on and so forth. So that will also be, you'll, you'll see that uh, opportunity to be able to um, connect with that again on the go to link. uh, I've had a lot of people, um, do personal lexagrams for people for Christmas presents. It It, it is, or holiday gifts. Um, it, it is a fun thing to do to, you know, help somebody tap into their self-knowledge or begin to tap into their self-knowledge. It is super fun. Um, but to explain the process of lexigrams, basically what you do, and again, I said we'd circle back to the way that capital letters are always the way your legal identity is always printed. One of the rules about them is you have to write them in capital letters. So you always want to examine any word, name, or a title in the capital letters. You don't want to not do that. And that's part of the rules. That's all explained in chapter two. But so what we do when we lexigram as we, it's the, the, it, the process of it is, is coined spiraling, meaning you're going to like kind of just unravel and spiral some things out of any word name or a title. And the art of the lexigram is deriving. So the first thing you do is you drive words, names, and title. You do, der- excuse me. You take your original word name or title and you sit with it kind of meditatively. And you start to see other words in it, only using the letters that are contained. And the emphasis of the capital letters helps you see them easier, instead of seeing it in lowercase. It, it like writing it in a, in capitalized letters. It helps it jump out at you much easier, for your intuition to flow, and all that fun stuff. To you know, your instinct and and how you because it's a very intuitive way that these things work. And I'll tell you this from, you know, the years of experience that I've been doing them now for well over a couple of decades, you can, you know, have a word name or a title and, and, you know, think you've gotten all the goodies in it. And then you go back to it like at another point in time and you'll get something different. So a lot of the times you will only get revealed what you need to know in that moment. And then you'll go back to it. And there's, you know, there, there's other things that are said to you that are meant to be in that moment. So, again, is in a, what we know as like a meditative kind of process, you're going to take those anagrams that you derive, and then you're going to, you know, you list them all out. Again, writing them in capital letters. And then you, the art, of the Lexagram is taking them and phrasing them like poetry or prose, and it and it gets a little like poetic and a little like broken sentences. It's not always perfect English. It does depend on the length of the name or or what you're really looking at or the word itself. And most of you, you know, again, if you've been following me for a very long time, and you know, yeah, of course, if, especially if you're paying attention in 2023. You know that there's a lexigram right in the, 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 the theme of 2023, which is the year of stillness in the silent listen. So the word stillness, you see capitalized, and then you see the words silent and listen also capitalized. And that's because silent and listen, well, they're the same word anyway, just rearranged. And the word silent and listen are in the word stillness. Isn't that interesting? So just to get you going, just to get your creative juices going here and the words earth and heart are by no mistake the same letters. If you are not in heart, living in your heart, operating from your heart space, your heart center, you're not truly living on this earth, leading you up to how do we As a human species, how do we evolve? You have to love. It's in the word. It's the only way we we do it. We cannot evolve through hate. We don't evolve, excuse me, through war. And I got, you know, it's getting to a point in humanity's existence that when will we ever get to this awakening time? And of course as you heard in the autumn update and also for you know what what America will be enduring for November in this quote awakening energy that is happening and how this this year's annual uh lunar holding pattern that I referred to in the you know the the autumn energy update episode prior to the last one in October there's this energy coming in upon the planet for five months that is asking for the awakening to happen. So it is very, very critical what goes on in these next five months. And especially for November, we start the the first new moon that kicks this off in, in for, for, through. It'll take us through the winter. So this is a powerful time on the planet Like, you know, you've had a lot of healers. You've had a lot of different energy workers all talk about the great awakening for God knows how long at this point, right? You've heard that. You've heard the term, the great awakening. I believe it's finally here because the energy from the numbers in the planets finally line up and not to say that it couldn't have happened before. And I've talked about that as well. It's just that people just still weren't ready for it for whatever reasons. So we can really truly hold the faith at this point that humanity is going to actually pick up the phone this winter and and, and the conclusion of 2023 and go, oh, okay, yeah, 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 this can't go on like this anymore. It's time to awaken. We've got to resolve our matters on this planet with different modalities of resolution. It's the only way through. Um, If we're gonna not only like, remain on the planet because if we blow ourselves up that's really just not going to be very promising. So, I'm going to touch upon a couple of words and then I am going to use a couple examples of people see how far we get and um and then wrap it up with one thing I think is very important especially as Americans for us to take in um for for our solutions for, for for what you know the country is is experiencing at this time and 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 just you know how there's a lot of things releasing and 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 asking for begging for healing in this country as as we well know but we've got to go back to this, we have really truly have to go back to some simplistic practices in order for that to truly align and 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 click into place so that's a super super important thing for us to understand. So, one of my first words that I think is funny because you know of course in the in the hot topic of the news lately is is where are the aliens? And I just want to remind I want to remind everybody that we are the earthlings, correct, right? We are the earthlings. So, And how we can spell out the truth, this is what earthlings can spell. Are the real strange aliens sent to sing in a great heart? Are the angel stars sent to heal the earth? As their hearts heal, the earth is in great gains. Their ears hear hate in the angriest lies. The real relating is in trines, in triangles. It realigns the earth. The gains in learning a hate healing are great. The gains in earning a hate healing are great. Yes. The ties in healing hearts are great. Hearts get in rage, in hate, as ears hear lies. <laughs> Gather the hate, the rages as it is the angriest sin rise in a giant gain in sharing the heart. It heal the great earth in great, in a great gain as hearts gather in a integral, integral healing. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm a little tongue tied today. So that there's many, many, many more spirals there out of, earthlings as we spell out the truth but that's just some things to get your again get your creative juices flowing and and what's interesting is when you tie in any understanding of our astrology and numerology we are channeled by planets we our frequency and vibration is coming from the understanding of a planet through those modalities And divination tools that we utilize to cast a forecast, to cast a birth chart, to cast how we understand everything. And what I also plopped in uh, later on about planets. And we we put in the planets, which you can spell out from the title of the planets. These see all tales. Planets plan all tell all plans. These help as a heal. sent as a neat plan that helps. So the planets are our, you know, our vessels. So we're from, we're guided by these planets. If you're a Leo, you're guided by the sun. If you're a Libra, you're guided by Venus. If you're a six, you're also guided by Venus if you're an eight, you're guided by Saturn, or if you're a Capricorn, it's all about the planets. The planets are what connect the dots between astrology and numerology. That's, that's the, you know, as, as you, most of you know, at this point, who've listened for quite some time. So another, you know, obviously, uh, not title per se, but just the, the, the concept of human being. What does that spell? Let's spell out the truth. Human being. Beam in a humane enigma. Be in a big benign game. Be in a huge beaming image. Begin in a magi gain. Man be inhumane in a gunman gain. A gun numb man in a big huge mega mean image image a gun numb a man in a big game aim binge imagine i am a magi i am a human in a benign meaning naming man in a main enigma so that's a little spell out the truth from human being which we all are as we are earthlings in our heart. So let's hope we get that figured out in these next five months in our awakening. Because if we can do that part, we, 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 we can, we can really get there. So this book, as, as it was designed, was set up. There's people in history, people in music, people in television, people in sports, people in, um, you know, authors, I, I kind of divvied up into all the types of things that people did, you know, in history that were notable enough that unless, you know, you truly live under a rock, you couldn't help but know who they are. And I would imagine with time doing what it is, maybe some people don't know who are, these people are in the book anymore. <laughs> It's highly plausible, <laughs> you know, the younger generations today, they're not learning the same things, um, uh, but let, let's hope that certain certain things do remain on in time. So, of course, one of the people you had to put in as a person in music was Mr. Elvis Presley because he was uh you know we we I, I i still think everybody knows who elvis is you know i i i think even our younger generation knows who he is and so what uh, the book will will you know teach you and talk about is it ties in you know you always will find if we're talking about an individual what their birthday is, uh, the full birthday. We would, you know, I get into the numerology and their life path and talking about their sun sign. And sometimes that pulls out in the lexagrams or even those lexagrams will talk about their name expression, which of course is equating uh, taking all the letters in their name, you do some math, you, you, you know, you list out all the numbers, you do some calculations and you arrive at what is that name expression, which is again, the vibration, no energy that your name carries, which is, it's a number in your numerology, you know, analysis. That's very important to understand. Uh, and again, as stated earlier in the episode, you, you know, you've got to have, uh, to have, the The proper law of attraction in your life, you want your name to be the same on all your legal identification that is a name expression that works for you. you know you don't want it to be all over the place, you know, in fifty million written in with no initial maybe with it you know you want it to be in alignment <laughs> because otherwise the universe gets confused about what you want to attract <laughs> sometimes, so. Elvis is, you know, he was a 27 life path. He was born to January 8th in 1935, 27 life path. That all equates to which 27 is a number of fame and celebrity. Um, so that was obviously part of the ground beneath his feet. He was meant to acquire that. He was a pure Capricorn through and through very hard worker, uh, And I say a pure Capricorn because, as we we just mentioned about that guide of Saturn, whether you're an eight vibration or you are the Capricorn, you're guided by Saturn. So Elvis, in other words, was a very intense Capricorn because he was the Capricorn and an eight karmic path in combination. So he had Saturn like doubled up for him. So when we get into his... um, the way his name expression was known, he was born to the name Elvis Aaron Presley. And that's where you, that's another important thing to understand. When we do a personal lexigram you do it from the birth name because that's the story you signed up for. Now, how you can change your name is, is still important or how you appear to the public in that legal identi- Identity. Again, that's important because you want that to be a, a vibration that supports you. You know, it supports and goes with your birth data that you can't change. You can't like take your birthday back and trade it for something else, <laughs> but you can tweak your name. So you look at the birth you look at the birth full birth name to get that really rich soul story. But the way He chose to just go by Elvis Presley gave him the name expression of the 18 now that is exactly the cycle the country's in right now and what we talked about in the last episode and and back earlier in the summer when we entered the year that is the energy of that spiritual material conflict so now as much as you know, Elvis was highly religious and he had a lot of, you know, obviously he believed in God and he had a faith and all these things. But look at the material ways that all of that was in a a form of imbalance. And obviously, we know he dabbled in the material drugs to cope and so on and so forth, which, you know, obviously many people in the industry tend to fall for, um, or, you know, they just get caught up in it the wrong way. So his name as Elvis Aaron Presley, or excuse me, his name is Elvis Presley to the public was an 18 vibration, which gave him this spiritual material conflict. So he didn't stick to the spiritual side enough and he got sucked into that materialism. And obviously, look, look at the look at the hot of of Graceland. You know, I mean, that place is decked out to the nines. You know, I mean, it's all Capricorn. It's, it's so over the top. I mean, as as beautiful as it all is, or like whatever you want to believe about it, that's a lot going on. You know, but he was a showman, and I mean, he was meant to be famous, and and he did his thing. So, but that name expression did not serve him. I would have, uh, you know, had, well, I wasn't alive at, well, I was, I was very young at the time. (laughs) I was alive when he was here, but, uh, I did, I just got here sort of, um, but let's look at, spell out the truth from Elvis Aaron Presley. All see Elvis in a personal loveliness as Elvis pleases all. Everyone loves Elvis. Overseas, Elvis seals a love in Priscilla. Elvis is no passive person. Elvis aspires. Elvis is seen in a real passion as Elvis lives in a real lover persona. Elvis lives in a real passion as Elvis earns in several areas. Elvis is a versus praiser in a valley. That was one of the songs he did. I do remember the gospel gospel ones that he 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 did um record elvis praises a savior in a rear in a real prayer elvis sees a lively salary elvis plays as a sailor as elvis earns all press sells elvis in a lively pelvis elvis sires lisa as elvis spoils lisa in love Elvis sees a real repression in evil pills. Yes, Elvis severely lives on in pain relievers. Elvis revels in a real severe nose evil evils. Um, if you know what he did, he, he actually had a form of liquid cocaine he would put up his he didn't like even I guess most people do do it in other forms but he put it in liquid form in his, in his nose elvis revels in a real in, in real severe nose evils elvis lives in a real passion in pills as pills are presley's prison yes elvis lives on sleepy pills as elvis lives in a lonelier lie elvis is a real rare pioneer person and that pioneer is something that that twenty-seven life path granted him, because twenty-seven is as a nine vibration is always a pioneer, and of course as his Elvis Presley name expression that kind of granted that a little bit, but he needed to be much more spiritual there. And yes, all see Elvis li- leave early on. Elvis's lovely loveliness lives on as Elvis is seen all over eons on and has he ever left the building <laughs> no he hasn't so that is quite a mouthful from Elvis Aaron Presley but is that not just so interesting of how that works but as a you know very very famous person he what I would have advised, is that he would have put the initial of Aaron in, he, he should have gone by Elvis A. Presley, even though that wouldn't have rolled off most people's tongue as easily. But that would have given him the energy of the 19 as a, uh, it would have just tweaked his name to be the Prince of Heaven. And he wouldn't have had the 18s name expression of that spiritual material conflict to just like, you know, have it be elective in his life. So just another example of how these work. All right, I'm going to do a um, a sports example, because if you don't know who this is, you probably live under a rock as well. And it's another great example of how a person's story is sitting in their name and the spell out the truth is right there. And then we're going to wrap, wrap it up and, um, cause the hour is almost up again. I can't even believe it. So in, uh, the people in sports chapter, you got loads of examples of, um, just endless people who have done, you know, anything from, you know, soccer players, hockey players, but we uh, decided to focus on Mickey Mantle, who, uh, make it an, an elite Yankee team, <laughs> comes out of the name Mickey Mantle, spell out the truth. He was born October 20th in 1931, and he had a 17 life path, which gave him the star of the Magi, which is, uh, he will live on for eternity. Uh, that's part of the 17 promise. And of course, you know, who has forgotten who he is? If you're you know, into the Yankees on any level. So his full name at birth was Mickey Charles Mantle, of which we spell out the truth. Mickey is sent in an airy maternal charm as an athlete. Now I say that because he's born to the 20th, which of course is representing the awakening, which is, it, it, it is, he had a very like chicken soup for the, everyone's soul. That was kind of a lot of the energy that he, you know, he took care of people. He was, he was a nurturer by nature and that a, a maternal charm, an airy maternal charm. And of course he was a Libra born to the 20th. So he had that in his energy and it came out in his name. And ill make Mickey miss the military team. He was supposed to go into the military, but he got sick and he, he didn't go. And that was where he went the other way. Mickey is a real uh, a, is a real mean as a center team. Mickey is a real mainstream Yankees man. Mickey earns all main series title miracles. <laughs> Mickey is a real Yankees talent. Eras in. Mickey can really hit it. As he in a main slammer, as he shine, like I think he hit like. Does he not have the record for the home runs? I'm sure somebody's beaten him by now. But I mean, that was his thing. You know, he could just like hit a home run, and that was his that was his gig. Mickey has a rich enti- rich retirement in the material. All claim Mickey eternally a real Yankees all star. Look at that, Mickey Mantle. All in the name. So all in the name right there. That's what he was supposed to do. So, I wanted to conclude today's episode with, you know, knowing, you know, we are in this we've just opened this awakening month for America. Again, check out the last episode if you're just joining us for the first time and once again, thank you for doing so. But I wanted to circle back to, you know, who who's really the ancestors in in this nation and, you know, a lot of people talk about relying on our ancestors right now and, and tapping into wisdom of the people who've been here before us and, and the people who had this simplistic wisdom, whether it be our grandparents or you know who, however far back in our ancestry you'd like to go. But as Americans, our ancestors are the Native American Indians. And they certainly have a lot to say as we spell out the truth. Sent as master earth servicemen, our creative, sincere, variant tradesmen. Came as innate divine earth maintainers. Seen in sacred, sainted earth medicines. It is certain their hearts radiate direct in the earth's. Maintain in a discreet seminar. See dreams as an inside radiance. These men are dancers in a dearest rain. These men increase the earth's heart rate. Their secret is at the earth's heart. See the star art as a main active service. The earth needs nice men in decent manners. The Indians, trees, seas and streams are radiant our victims as their america as their america see invaders and then is revised and renamed these hearts mastered the earth's heart in earnest man and america needs the indians credits near them these men see ahead that america came and america end the indians art centers the earth's heart it be, is certain This ancient master divine art has the nirvana man need. So that's another very interesting thing to take into consideration as we are looking for resolutions in our now. Not only as Americans, but as human beings of the human race. And let's see here. Oh, I've got time for one more quick one. The title of the World Trade Center, which obviously is no longer with us and in, in the entity that it was, the building, but this is another interesting title. And this building, by the way, was... It had a name expression of the 40, which is the root of four, which was all about, it was always going to expect the unexpected, but it was, it was not meant to be a material place b- via that title. I'll just tell it like that. And it, it became, it, 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 got the unexpected. Uh, let's put it that way. The World Trade Center, let's spell out the truth. A northern wonder not here to attract on and on. On a clear dawn on a later 1-1 date in 2001, near 10 to 9, a real dreaded terror drew near downtown. The two towers totaled, excuse me, the two towers located downtown are then totaled, lowered to a real hot heated end A hated torrent con act ordered. Now, not a real center, not a real world order. No decent real trade to attract. The terror downtown needed a lot of water to drown. No decent trade went on here toward a real world to heal the earth. The center had no heart that cared to create an end to hate. No reward can heal the tattered core. We need to heal the hate that the world and earth cannot drown alone. We are dared to create a new world that can drown hate. We are to crown a new world that can create a real earthen healer role that let the heart lead, not hate. The world need to learn a real tolerance to relate to. We need to adhere to a new world order that end hate. And that is some of the Spell Out the Truth from the World Trade Center. And may anyone who was deeply affected and lost upon that day, may they be part of the ancestor guides we have now and may they all be resting in peace. Yes. As always, thank you so much for being here and taking another silent listen to the Sarita Star Empower Hour. Be sure to connect with the go-to link from today's episode to learn more concerning how our names, words, and titles hold their frequencies, vibrations, and spell out the truth, awareness. Equally, with great advanced gratitude, please kindly share this podcast if it resonates with you to do so. Stay tuned for November seventeenth for more consciousness and empowerment conversation. As special guest Kate O'Neill returns to guide us with navigating grief through the holiday season, an episode dedicated to providing comfort and support for those that are not feeling the holiday spirit due to the loss of their loved ones. This is Shavita Starr from Mind Body Spirit FM signing off for today's message to never compromise living consciously. Take good care of each other and namaste, dear stars.